Hello, and welcome to We Talk, a podcast that explores the role of Waldorf education in helping children, parents, and families thrive in an ever changing world. We Talk is brought to you by Shining Mountain Waldorf School, and this is your host, Nita June Devonzo. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wonderful We Talk listeners. I warmly welcome you to this next episode where I interview Jordan Sharon, who graduated from Shining Mountain with the class of 2016. Jordan then went on to run D1 track at University of the Incarnate Word in San Antonio, Texas, and major in computer information systems and philosophy. Thank you so much for being with us today. Hope you enjoy the show. Jordan, thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of We Talk. Hey, I'm happy to be here. Awesome. And you indeed are near. You are back in Colorado after graduating in 2016 and going on to attend the University of the Incarnate Word in San Antonio. You are back in the Denver Boulder area. Can you share with our listeners just a little bit of what attracted you to UIW and maybe just kind of like your time since you graduated, what you have been up to? Sure. So I think when I was looking for colleges, I was kind of focused on three main things. One was being family. Um, I have a lot of family in Texas and San Antonio specifically. My dad is there. And so I was able to go be closer to him and kind of uh, build a stronger relationship with him and my extended family there. So that was kind of my main reason. And then second reason was track. I was able to run D1 track there and run competitively. And that really drew me to that school and being able to run at a school where I'd make a difference and not just be another runner on the team. Um, that was really appealing. And then the third thing I was kind of looking at was the school and what I'd be studying there. And so I kind of just, yeah, chose based off of those three things. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Family is so important. I mean, I find that even more now, um, just coming out of COVID too, or going into COVID really. Uh, but, just, you know, our community and right, that you can, you could run on a D1 team and right, not just be someone like one of, one of gazillions of other runners there. And that the school itself too, you know, has uh, like a mission and a purpose to it. Um, yeah. So you ended up majoring in computer information systems and minoring in philosophy, which I just love. I feel like the combo is such like a Waldorf combo in some way, you know, that balance. Um, when you entered in your first year, Jordan, did you know that you were going to major in those two areas or that you like had interest in those two areas or how did that play out? Uh, yeah. So yes and no. For computer information systems, I knew I'd be going um, to do that. I was very interested in computers and that was kind of the closest thing with that. And then for philosophy, I kind of just picked that up just to do it. Um, going into my senior year, I was talking with my advisors and my major didn't 
complete all of the credit hours that I needed to graduate. So I could either pick up a minor or just take a whole bunch of BS classes to just get the extra credits. Um, and so I chose to just pick up a minor and I had already taken a couple philosophy classes. So those helped just uh, go towards that and then picked it up for my senior year just to do it. I love it. What was the first philosophy class that you took? Yeah, it was just an introduction to philosophy um, basic course. At my school, we had to take one philosophy course and one religion course, and then one upper division of one of the two, uh, just for like general requirements. So I had taken the intro to philosophy, and I think it was a logic class. And I had one professor for both of those. I really liked him, and he kind of inspired me to continue studying philosophy there. So you had this philosophy class, the intro to philosophy class, and then the logic class. And I'm actually so impressed that you, um, I mean, we all have our different interests, of course, and strengths, but I just remember, I took an intro to philosophy class and the logic class, and I just remember being like really overwhelmed by the logic and reason side of it. Um, and I wonder like for you, you know, was that something that you felt like clicked for you um, and, or had any overlaps with like your um, like computer information systems, kind of the way that you think about both of those? A little bit. Yeah. I, the logic class was one of my favorite classes, I think over my, my four years um, and I think the professor helped. Was, he was a great professor, but yeah, I think the logic class kind of just made sense. I love that it made sense for you. It's so, for some reason, it didn't make sense for me, and I felt like it should, and I just, I don't know. Yeah, it was a really fun <laughs> class. Lots of just different little logic puzzles and stuff that we would do. Nice, nice. Did you ever, did you have um, Mr. York? Mm-hmm. as a teacher yeah <laughs> yeah I remember like just all the different like math puzzles and little puzzles oh yeah no and I think that too I remember I think we took a or he taught a philosophy of math course or philosophy and math something like that and so that also I think pushed me to to continue that I really liked that course with that class with Mr. York Nice. And then in terms of your, the, the, like the computer um, information systems degree, is that, is that like, like coding? Is that looking at creating uh, systems? Tell me a little bit more about that. Cause I don't know what that degree really entails. Or yeah. is about. So the way I describe it is computer science is more the programming and the people who are really engineering the programs and and creating all of the tools we use and stuff like that and then computer information systems is more implementing that and so it's more hands-on repairing the computers or networks or um, all of that so it's more I think broad and general um, hands-on skills with different computers and networks and systems like that. Nice. Super applicable. You're, you're always going to have a job, Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, to step off of the kind of the academic side for a little bit, when you were at Shining Mountain, you were quite a star athlete and set a many a school record. I think your name's still hanging up there on the, the board, you know, across um, many of those records there in the festival hall. And as you've noted, you also ran track at um, UIW. You said it was D1, you know, you went there so that you could run and not, you know, like make a difference, really be a part of this team. How was that experience for you? Overall, it was great. I loved it. Um, Getting to compete at that level was amazing and super cool experience. And then, yeah, just the bonds you make with your team. And it really made me fall even more in love with sport and competing and that whole world. Yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, it's just like, like the facilities that you must've been to and just like all that support, um, you know, especially in contrast to running around the field, <laughs> shining mountain. Yeah. It's so cool, Jordan. Not having a track. Right. <laughs> yeah. You get the real experience of just like running though. Yeah. Um, in addition to this, you know, your track and field experience, how do you felt like the transition from the small, you know, held community of Shining Mountain was into, I mean, the University of the Incarnate Word is not a huge school, but it's definitely bigger than Shining Mountain. And just then going to college in general, I mean, how was that transition for you? Yeah, definitely bigger and definitely like San Antonio is a much bigger city, obviously. So it was kind of a shock, um, to be honest, definitely a shock, but I have some family there. So that helped a lot, you know, going to be closer to the family. And then I had the addition of my track family. So I kind of was automatically stuck in with a group of people. And I feel like I didn't have to hunt to go find my group of people. So that helped a lot. Totally. Yeah. Did you have to go early before school started? Like, did you guys have any, I mean. Yeah, we started a couple weeks before school. So we were in the dorms, um, just us. And I think some of the other sports were there um, before everyone else moved in and started having practices. We went to a team camp um, up in the hill country of Texas and uh, just spent some time together getting to know each other and bonding. So How fun. That's really awesome. That was great. And then, so you mentioned, right, just that challenge of transition, which I think is real for everyone, regardless of really where you go to school. It's just a big change going off to college. Um, do you feel like there were any successes that you had that, I don't know, perhaps were based off of just like this very different education that you would come from or anything that you were like, oh, wow, like in a class or, you know, in a relationship with a peer professor that you're like, huh, I probably got that from Shiny Mountain. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I remember in just like my basic composition class, uh, like peer reviewing other essays and when I was at Shining Mountain, I never felt like I was a very good writer because I think compared to some of my classmates, I wasn't. <laughs> um, but then comparing myself to more just, I don't know, other random people, I, I feel like I was, yeah, very prepared in writing and a lot of other subjects where it, 
I didn't really care about them at Shining Mountain and I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was good at them, but I still picked up a lot and yeah, felt very successful in, in that. Nice. I hear that a lot. I mean, I, whether it's art or, you know, some like a handwork or, um, ability to communicate or whatever it is of like, huh, right. I didn't realize I was good at that because I had so many other people who I felt like were more talented at it around me, but then you enter the bigger world and see like, Oh, what, right. Not everybody knows how to crochet or <laughs> weld metal together. Or <laughs> Yeah. It's funny you mentioned that because I started knitting in class to help me focus instead of like doodling. I, I knitted a little bit made my friends some beanies oh my gosh I bet your peers love that I bet they thought that was the coolest thing oh that's great Jordan I love that um so you are now you've graduated congratulations graduation during the time of COVID well pre-COVID um and experienced all that and now you're back in Colorado you're back in Denver you're working at a data center and you're also coaching at Shining Mountain how has it been in this next transition to return back to Colorado and to be working at, um, well, where you're working and at Shining Mountain? Also a shock, I would say. Um, Texas is very different. And so coming back to <laughs> live here full time has been interesting. And then also it's like I moved back during COVID. They kicked us out of the dorms at school. So I had to move back. Um, and so it's just been a another transition um but i really enjoyed it and especially starting coaching that i think has been the big highlight of the year it's yeah i think something i've really enjoyed and want to really continue that's so great jordan so you're coaching the middle school track and field right yeah yeah, I'm the assistant middle school coach, and I've been helping out with the high school here and there as well. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. And likely to continue next year, do you think? Very possible. Yeah. Nice. I'm sure everybody would love to have you have you there. Um, being back at Shining Mountain, like what what comes up for you? Do you look back at your yourself, your have memories of yourself um, and think like, oh, I wish I had done that or I wish I had known X, Y or Z. Any of those reflections? Yeah. And this kind of is going back to what we were saying with the writing and handwork and all of those things that I don't think I really appreciated while I was at Shining Mountain, um, getting to do music all that time. I think a lot of that stuff I took for granted and yeah, it was definitely a really cool experience that I got to have. Yeah. I think that just that well, you know, the well-roundedness, right. It's just, you're like, up oh, here I am singing now. Here I am <laughs> um, running now. Here I am, you know, carving a stone that it's just normal but then you leave and you're like huh the rest of the world doesn't do these things very often yeah, not at all <laughs> totally yeah I remember feeling so similar to that yeah mm. but at the same time I think like it was really good going to the school I did because it was kind of the opposite um even though it was a private university it had the a very different vibe um, a lot of people who have gone through normal high schools and lower schools and 
So I think getting to also experience more diversity and um, that was a great experience as well. And unfortunately, I think very lacking um, just in Boulder in general. So it's, it was, I think that was one thing that was tough for me, um, especially. So getting that, yeah, in the college experience was much needed. Absolutely. Yep. Broadening your worldview. Exactly. And, uh, and I think yeah. that's something that Shining Mountain really sets you up to do. And so mm -hmm. then you just got to afterwards go out and do it and start exploring and seeing new places. Yeah. My last question for you today, as you're working with middle schoolers and high schoolers, what words of advice might you give them, you know, as they're looking to their future? Yeah, my advice would be to just try and be better than you were yesterday. And it doesn't really matter what, you know, just try and do one or two things better than you did yesterday and always just focus on being the best you can be. I love that. Yep. Every day. And sometimes, that. you know, maybe you're not, maybe you're worse, but then you just got to be better at being worse than the last time. <laughs> you know, like if you get knocked over, just work on getting up quicker. There's always something you can control and always something you can do better at. Nice. Wise words, my friend. Mm. Well, I just you know, when I first saw you a couple of weeks ago and uh, heard you were back at Shining Mountain, I just was immediately struck by this sense of like, what a gift you are to the students um, from having taught you so many years ago and your senior play um, and just you're just gem, Jordan. Yeah. So oh. I'm glad, so glad that you're back at Shining Thank Mountain. You. So glad to be um, speaking with you today. Appreciate your time. Um, it was great talking with you. Yeah, you too, Jordan. And maybe I'll we'll do another one in a year from now, see where you are coaching and what next job is taking shape for you or what you're yeah. launching into. Okay. Lots okay. of big things coming. So good. Good, good, good. I'd like to hear that. Nice, baby. Okay, Jordan. Well, take care. I hope you have a great rest of your day and appreciate you being on the on the uh, podcast with me. Thank you. Thank you. You have a good day as well. Thank you for listening to We Talk, brought to you by Shining Mountain Waldorf School and hosted by Nita June Devanzo. We Talk is made possible because of listeners like you who invest in the production of the show. Share your appreciation for what you've heard today. Help us explore the value of Waldorf education and preparing our children for the future by going to patreon.com forward slash We Talk Podcast. If you'd like to be interviewed, have a suggestion for an episode ahead, or simply wish to share feedback, please email us at wetalk at smwaldorf.org.